Hi, I'm Melissa with Mix in Some Magic. I'm a Disney planning expert and I'm here to mix a little magic into your day. Each week I share Disney vacation planning tips, park strategies, and a little bit of Disney history sprinkled in. Of course, I like to include lots of Disney magic. Join me, let's mix in some magic. I'm so glad that you're here. I have been excited to talk to you all day today. I feel like I'm like hanging out with friends and then it occurred to me that I'm just sitting in a room by myself talking to nobody. It's like I'm hanging out with imaginary friends. <laughs> I don't know if that's healthy. I don't know. But I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to hang out with you for a little while today. Even if you are imaginary in this moment, I know you're real, right? You're real because you're leaving me reviews and I appreciate it so much. I asked you guys to leave reviews. I'm doing a giveaway and you totally came through and I appreciate it so much. Really, I truly appreciate it. So I'm doing a little giveaway. If you rate and review my podcast, then you're automatically entered to win. I'm giving away a $25 Disney gift card that you can use in the parks. You can use it to purchase your tickets. You could use it on Shop Disney, whatever you want to do with it. I wanted to share this review that I got from Joanna143. It says, I love this podcast. Mix in some magic is a fantastic podcast. I am a magic key holder and love all things Disney. I get so excited when I see a new episode available. It really brightens my day. I love your passion for Disney and it helps with my Disney fix in between trips. You give great tips and tricks for navigating the parks. Thanks for all you do. Thank you so much, Johanna. I really appreciate your review and rating my podcast. Truly, you're the best. Thank you so much. So there's still time to enter the giveaway. All you have to do is rate and review my podcast. It goes through the end of July. So this is the last week that you can enter. And then I will pick a winner and announce it here on the next podcast episode. Is that next week? I don't even know what day we're on. But I think next week will be, will be in August. Will we? I think so. I don't know. I don't have my calendar here. But I think so. I think I'll be able to announce the winner on the next episode. So that'll be exciting. So there's still a little bit of time. I'd also love it if you subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. There's a little bit of Disney news. The Finding Nemo submarines are now back up and running, which is kind of exciting because they have not been open since the parks opened last year after COVID. So they have been closed for a really long time. And I guess they've gotten some new paint and kind of brightened everything up in there. And I'm really excited to check it out again. Do it again. I've always liked Finding Nemo submarines. I know some people really hate them. I think they're fun. So I've always enjoyed them and I'm excited to ride them again when I'm there in August. In other Disney news, we got word of a closure. Matterhorn will be closing for a refurbishment that's happening August 8th. So it will close August 8th and we don't have a reopening date yet. And I've had a few people send me like clickbait articles that they've found. If you don't know what clickbait is, they somebody will write an article and they'll put a title that makes you feel like upset or excited. They want to elicit 
an emotion from you so that you'll click on it. And then when you read the article, you're like, oh, really? It was no big deal. So there's articles out there that say Matterhorn closes indefinitely, which indefinitely just means we don't have a reopening date yet. But when people read the word indefinitely, it always kind of feels like it means forever but that's not the case. Matterhorn's not closing forever. I've had a few people send me articles and say, is this true? Well, it is true. It's closing indefinitely, but that just means we don't have an opening date, but it's not closing forever. It's just one of the normal refurbishments that Disneyland does for attractions. So it's really no big deal, nothing to worry about. It will be back and I don't know what they're doing to it, so I'm not sure how long it will be closed, but hopefully not for too long. But I'll let you know as soon as I find out. Today we are going to talk all about the two meals that I feel like are the hardest to eat at Disneyland. Breakfast and late night meals. I feel like there's just not a ton of breakfast options. There's more now than there used to be. And finding real food late at night is very tricky to do. Uh, We found that out when I was visiting in November with my family. We put off eating dinner till late one night and there was literally nothing but churros and popcorn and it was kind of frustrating. So I've done some research. We've had some new developments in late night dining and in breakfast options recently. So I thought it would be a good idea to talk all about where you can get breakfast at Disneyland and where you can find late night dining, not like snacks, but where you could get a meal later in the evening. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. I hope it will be helpful for you as you are planning your Disneyland vacation. Let's take a quick break and when we come back, we'll jump right in. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mixing Some Magic. Are you looking to take the stress out of your Disney trip? If so, my custom Disney park itineraries just might be your answer. I create custom Disney itineraries so that you can just show up and enjoy your vacation. I'll help you avoid long lines, get you to the shows and parades you want to see, and I can even make dining suggestions. All you have to do is show up, I'll plan the magic and you can just live it. I do have a free itinerary on my website that I update each and every month. If that's more your speed, I'll put a link to that in my show notes. But if you want a custom plan that's just for you, I can do that too. I'll put a link to the info in my show notes. I also do Disneyland phone call planning packages, which is my favorite thing to do. I love chatting with people about their Disney vacation, and this is perfect for the person who has like a basic idea of how they want their Disney days to go, but need a little expert advice to make things perfect. So with that, I send you a welcome packet that includes all kinds of things like information on Genie Plus and dining options and hotel options and transportation and park hoppers and tips and tricks and all kinds of stuff and then I send you a questionnaire that you fill out to help me get to know you and your group and what kind of trip you want to have what your needs are and then we have a 30 minute zoom call where I can answer your questions make suggestions and we can talk about anything that would help you with your Disney vacation so it's very popular very helpful and I don't do a ton of them every month so if you're interested in this let me know so I can get you on my schedule I'll put a link in the show notes so you can check it out 
I did a poll on my Instagram stories today and asked people to tell me what their favorite breakfast options at Disneyland were to help me out with this episode. So I'm going to kind of put some of the answers in as we go along. I'm going to give you every single breakfast option that I could find. I'm sure I missed some. Someone will probably let me know. But everything that I could find, because I am not a big breakfast eater at Disneyland because it is such a time suck to show up at Disneyland and then go and have breakfast because the first two hours of the day are the least crowded. And so for me to show up and then go find somewhere to eat breakfast when there's walk-on on all the rides, there's no waits, it's just a big waste of time in my mind. So I rarely do it. I am a big fan of eating before we arrive, eating at the hotel. I did have someone, my friend, sent in a message when I asked about favorite breakfast and she said the free one at the hotel. (laughs) I have to agree with her. That's probably my favorite breakfast at Disneyland. The free one at the hotel or I will bring breakfast and have like a protein drink or just granola bar or something to hold me over. Same with my kids. I just give them a little something to eat on our way over and then we don't eat breakfast until like 1030 or 11 and have an early lunch. So we usually miss breakfast altogether because I would rather take advantage of the short wait times in the morning. So I don't have a ton of experience with breakfast in the park because lately I've been trying to test it out. Oh, but it kind of just kills me though to like show up and be ready for rope drop and go on one ride and then you're like, well, I guess we stop and have breakfast. I don't know. It's like, it's really hard for me. So when I do eat breakfast in the parks, then I try to do it later so I can take advantage of rope drop, getting those short wait times in, hitting three or four rides really quickly, and then going to eat breakfast around 9.30. Or if I'm doing a sit-down breakfast, I won't schedule it until 9.30 or 10 in the morning. And by then, the crowds are starting to pick up, things are getting a little heavier, and I don't feel bad taking a break and eating breakfast. So that's my take on breakfast at Disneyland and why I rarely eat it there. But I know that my experience is not everybody else's experience. Lots of people love to show up and eat breakfast at Disneyland. So we're going to talk all about the different options and what you can do if you're hungry and need some breakfast in the morning. The first one we're going to start, we're going to kind of go by land. I organized it that way. I thought it would be easier. Is the Market House, the Starbucks. It's basically just Starbucks. Um, If they've got all the normal things that every Starbucks has, so that's a good option. But the lines here are always really long. So I don't know. It's not my favorite because you could mobile order from other places and just go and pick it up and not have to wait in the super long Starbucks line. So just my two cents. There's also Jolly Holiday Bakery Cafe, which is quick service and has mobile ordering available. And you can get pastries, sweet treats. They have um, the famous Raspberry Rose Macaron, which is a great option for breakfast, I think. I mean, it's a great option anytime. They also have an egg bacon croissant that somebody on Instagram recommended. That sounds yummy. 
Even if you don't get a raspberry rose macaron for breakfast, I do suggest you mobile order it at breakfast time to pick up later in the day. I'll often mobile order it and pick it up at like 10 o'clock at night, but then you at least reserve your raspberry rose macaron because they do go fast. If you're looking for a table service on Main Street, Carnation Cafe is my favorite because they have Mickey waffles, not the little ones, they have big Mickey waffles. And you can only get Mickey waffles two places at Disneyland for breakfast. So I really enjoy my Mickey waffles and I actually have a reservation to go to Carnation Cafe when I'm there in August. But of course I made it for later in the day so I can still take advantage of rope drop. If you are in Tomorrowland looking for breakfast, you really only have one option and that's Galactic Grill. They are quick service and they do have mobile ordering and a lot of people recommended the American Breakfast Burrito which I don't, I'm just not a huge fan of breakfast burritos. I know people love them, but I just don't, they don't make me excited at all. I'll eat them if I have to, but it's never my first choice. But they do have French toast sticks that a lot of people on my Instagram stories recommended. And those sound good. I could totally get on board with French toast sticks. So I might have to give those a try. When I'm there in August, I'm going to try to eat more of these breakfast options. I feel like I should. I don't know. Maybe I really won't. I'll probably just have my protein drink and call it a day and then eat an early lunch. It saves money too when you skip breakfast at Disneyland. Oh, I don't know. But that's what, sorry, I got to stay focused. We're focusing on breakfast at Disneyland and what you can eat there, not why I don't eat there very often. <laughs> okay, I'm focused. If you're in Fantasyland, there's Red Rose Tavern. I have eaten breakfast here and I liked it. They had Mickey Mouse pancakes that I really liked, although they're not as good as the Mickey waffles. But they have um, a bonjour breakfast that has eggs and potato bites and bacon and little mini croissant. That's yummy too. You also can order the gray stuff in the morning, which is really good. Gray stuff is good anytime too. So I do like Red Rose Tavern and I like that you can mobile order. Plus they have tons of indoor and outdoor seating. Maurice's Treats is in Fantasyland and I do like this place. It's a walk-up stand and they have cheddar garlic bagel twists. They have Maurice's Pieces which are just like donut holes or they have these famous churro gears that are like a light fluffy churro donut and I think they might even be better than churros. They're really really good. If you haven't tried them I would make sure you add those to your list. They also have a really good boysen apple freeze that's very yummy. Over in Galaxy's Edge, they have Ronto Roasters, which I've never had a breakfast Ronto Roaster. I've had the regular one and I really liked it, but people have been recommending the breakfast Ronto Morning Wrap. That's what it's called from Ronto Roasters. So it's scrambled eggs, grilled pork sausage, shredded cheese, and a peppercorn sauce wrapped in a pita. So I do think that sounds good. My husband wants to try that and he's coming with me in August. So I think we will add that to our list. Maybe we can squeeze it in before Carnation Cafe because I'm not missing my Mickey waffles. <laughs> if you're in Frontierland, there's Ship to Shore Marketplace, which is right across from Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. It's a walk-up stand and they are famous for their breakfast chimichangas. Everybody loves those. I have never had a breakfast chimichanga because you know how I feel about breakfast burritos. It's kind of along the same lines, but I've had a regular chimichanga 
and I didn't love it. So I don't know. I guess I should try the breakfast one and see what I think. They also have like fruits and things like that that you can purchase there as well. Throughout the park, you're going to find like churro carts and fresh fruit stands where you can go and grab things for breakfast. There's also um, beignets. You could pick those up at Mint Julep Bar. So they have beignets. That makes a good breakfast with the mint juleps. So there is an option for you too. That's really all there is inside Disneyland. See, I told you there wasn't a lot of options. Does that seem like there's not a lot of options to you? I don't know. I feel like there's not a ton. But I assume it's because breakfast is not super popular for people. Most people are probably like me and just want to get on those rides with that short wait time. Let's jump over to California Adventure. Over on Buena Vista Street, you'll find Fiddler, Fife, and Practical Cafe, which is, again, Starbucks. So they have like the breakfast sandwiches and coffee and the pastries, all the things that Starbucks has, but they also have long, long lines and no no mobile ordering. So keep that in mind. Over in Hollywoodland, there's Schmoozies, which is quick service. They do have mobile ordering and they have fresh fruit smoothies. I really like the Mango Madness smoothie, so I do enjoy that. Over at Avengers Campus, they have Shwarma Palace and Shwarma Palace 2 at Hyperion. It's a little white walk-up stand and they have a breakfast shawarma that I'm... Oh, I'm trying to say something nice about a breakfast shawarma. I can't think of anything. (laughs) I can't even eat a regular shawarma. So a breakfast shawarma is like, I can't, mm, nope, I can't do it. But my husband would love it. But I'm a no. That's a immediate no for me. But over at Pim's Test Kitchen, they have some really yummy breakfast. I've eaten there and I have liked that. There's quick service, mobile ordering, And I really liked their French toast over there. And it came with this little mini egg. It was very cute because all the things in Pim's Test Kitchen are kind of different and they serve it up really fun. So I liked that over there. Um, On Pacific Wharf, there's the cappuccino cart that's just a walk-up stand. They do have mobile ordering, though, which is kind of a leg up on Starbucks. And they have the coffee, tea. They even have a chorizo breakfast burrito, which I've heard people like, and pastries. Over on Pixar Pier, you can get a lamplight lounge reservation for brunch. They start serving brunch after 9 a.m., sorry, a table service restaurant. I've had brunch there and I got the indulgent French toast. I really liked that and they also have a New York avocado toast which sounds really yummy. Over in Paradise Garden Park at Corndog Castle they have a breakfast corndog which I'm very intrigued by. I'm going to give this a try in August. So it's a breakfast sausage and egg corn dog topped with powdered sugar and raspberry jelly. I don't know. It's kind of like a Monte Cristo, kind of. I don't know. I guess the Monte Cristo is different, but kind of the same with the powdered sugar and the jelly. We'll see. So I'm interested in that. I'm going to give that a try. There are churro carts and fruit stands around where you can buy fresh fruit and churros for breakfast, but that's really it over in DCA. So not a ton of options over there 
either. Now, if you're around the Disneyland Hotel, they have Tangaroa, I always say that wrong, Terrace, Tropical Bar and Grill, and they have a variety of breakfast dishes. I really like the Japanese pancakes. Those are really yummy. Um, I had a bite of the Loco Moco burrito, and that was pretty good too. They also have the coffee house over there that you can mobile order from, which is nice. I love it when you can mobile order. If you're around Disney's Grand Californian Hotel, there's the Craftsman Grill, which is quick service, mobile ordering, and they have breakfast sandwiches, Belgian waffles, which sound amazing. I haven't tried them yet or a breakfast burrito. If you're at the Paradise Pier Hotel, they don't have any breakfast available at this time, which is too bad. Now, you don't have to be a guest of the Disney hotels to go and enjoy breakfast. If you wanted to go over to the Craftsman's Grill, then you totally could, even if you're not staying at the Grand Californian. So keep that in mind. Now we do have character dining for breakfast at the Disneyland Resort, which is kind of fun. Over at Disneyland, then there's Minnie and Friends Breakfast in the Park. This is held at the Plaza Inn. It's table service, sort of. I mean, it's a buffet, so it's not quick service, though. It'll take you probably an hour or more to hang out and enjoy breakfast, but you get to meet Minnie Mouse as you walk in, and then some of the, di the Disney characters come around. You'll see different ones that come around, make the rounds while you're enjoying your all-you-can-eat breakfast that includes Mickey Waffles and bacon sausage breakfast potatoes. They have a made-to-order omelet station, and it's really fun. Kind of cute. I like this breakfast because you're already in Disneyland but at the same time you're taking away from your your morning I don't know it's such such a hard thing for me I've tried to wrap my mind around it breakfast at Disneyland it's fine it's fun it's great people do it I just don't understand it I would rather to tell you the truth do a character dining on a non-Disney day and go and do like Goofy's Kitchen for dinner when we arrive in the parks. You know, if when we arrive and are just getting settled at our hotel, go to dinner there or do Goofy's Kitchen for breakfast or, you know, Mickey's, the storyteller, Mickey Tales of Adventure for breakfast on a non-park day, maybe on the day that we're leaving so that I'm not wasting park time. But that's just me. But if you want to do a character breakfast Inside the park, Minnie and Friends Breakfast is the only one offered inside Disneyland. There's also Goofy's Kitchen over at the Disneyland Hotel, and they are open for breakfast and dinner. For breakfast, it's an all-you-can-eat buffet with things like Mickey pancakes and waffles, and they've got Goofy's famous peanut butter pizza, and you'll get to meet Goofy and some of his friends. Over at Disney's Grand Californian Hotel, there's... Mickey's Tales of Adventure Breakfast held at the Storytellers Cafe. That's also a breakfast buffet and they're open for breakfast and brunch. And that one's a little fancier. They have assorted pastries and muffins and carved meats and Mickey waffles, seasonal French toast. And this is the only character breakfast where you can meet Mickey Mouse. So if you really want to meet Mickey Mouse at character dining, this is the only place you can do it. Over at the Napa Rose in Disney's Grand Californian Hotel, there's the Disney Princess Breakfast Adventures, 
which sound really fun. I haven't done this one, but this character breakfast has a three-course meal included, and it's kind of like they do an appetizer, and then they have your main course and a dessert all for breakfast. So you also get to enjoy activities with some of your favorite princesses, and they do pictures. It looks really fun. That's all for the Disneyland Resort. Well, I guess we still haven't talked about downtown Disney breakfast options because there are some good ones down there. There is Jamba Juice, which is just smoothies, breakfast wraps. They even have acai bowls I saw on their website, which I haven't tried one of those from there. So that's a good option. La Brea Bakery Cafe is table service and you have pancakes, French toast, eggs, breakfast sandwiches. I had a few people on Instagram tell me that the French toast there was really yummy. There's a La Brea Bakery Express, which is much quicker, and they just have things like bagels, yogurt, fruit, if you're just trying to grab and go. There's Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen Express that has the New Orleans-style beignets, which a lot of people say are better than the beignets in the park. So you'll have to try both and let me know what you think. They do have a Starbucks at Downtown Disney where you can get all of the normal Starbucks stuff. Uh, there's California Churro that's a walk-up stand where you can get churros. And Catal Restaurant has a table service that they says they have on their website, Monte Cristo Sandwiches. Hmm, so that might be interesting. Buttermilk pancakes and skirt steak with eggs. So that could be yummy. So that's it though. Did that seem like a lot to you? It felt like not a lot to me. Not a ton of breakfast options, but I think there are some really good options for people who want to eat breakfast. More than there were a year ago. When they first reopened with COVID, there wasn't really anything available. And so now at least we have lots of options. So there's character dining for people who want to do that. There's table service for people who want to do that. And then there's quick service with mobile ordering for those people and then there's even walk-up stands where you can grab things like chimichangas and fruit churros things like that so there's tons of choices which I really appreciate I love different options because everybody's different and it's different on different vacations when I'm there visiting with my kids we would never eat breakfast in the park I would always bring something or we would eat at our hotel but when I'm visiting with my husband and I in August for our anniversary we're going to Carnation Cafe because it's kind of a different trip. We're not as concerned with making sure we go on Big Thunder Mountain four times and things like that. So we have a little bit more time, but I still made sure that reservation is a little later out because I'm not willing to give up prime rope drop time for eating. Not even for Mickey Waffles, which is saying something because I sure do love those Mickey Waffles. Let's talk about late night dining at Disneyland because sometimes you get hungry and it's late and you're like, I want a meal hungry, not I need a churro hungry. And just like breakfast time, there's not a ton of dining locations open late at night. And by late, I mean open until the park closes because most quick service restaurants close around 9 p.m., some as early as 8.30 p.m. So, I'm talking later than nine. I've rounded up quite a few, well, maybe not quite a few, some options 
How's that? I've rounded up some options for you, and there definitely are more options than there were a few months ago. So when I was there in November, we were looking for food right at 9 p.m., and there was nothing. Everything was closed, and it was kind of sad. And I was like, listen, we've got all these people here till midnight. It seems like you would want to keep more dining options open because people will pay money for food after 9 p.m. And I don't know if it was a COVID thing or what, but now there are quite a few more options. And there is a couple places that just recently off started offering a late night menu, which is kind of exciting. I'm excited to check that out in August. So we're going to go by land again because it just makes sense in my brain. So on Main Street, you can go to Refreshment Corner. They've got hot dogs, chili dogs, mac and cheese, and sourdough bread bowl. And you're really going to want to get the cream cheese filled pretzel for dessert because it's so good. Please try it. I put off trying it for a long time because I didn't know. And I was thinking it was kind of a savory thing, but it's not. It's a sweet thing and it is so good. Plus, you can mobile order at Refreshment Quarter, which is really great. There's also Jolly Holiday Bakery Cafe. You can mobile order there, but if you're looking to mobile order the Raspberry Rose Macaron at night, you are going to be out of luck. It's going to be gone. So if you want that, order it earlier in the day. You can pick it up whenever you want. But if you're looking for a meal, they have sandwiches like the oven roasted turkey on ciabatta or they have a Jolly Holiday salad. I really like the Jolly Holiday combo that comes with the toasted cheese sandwich and tomato basil soup. So that's pretty yummy. They also have the Matterhorn macaroons that are very good too. Little Red Corn Dog Wagon, well, it's just called Little Red Wagon, is open on Main Street. Mobile ordering is available, and they've got corn dogs with chips or mandarin oranges. And some people swear that this is the very best place in the whole park for corn dogs. Personally, I think they are exactly the same as other places, but I've never tried them side by side. But I imagine that they're the same corn dogs served all over the park. But what do I know? Nothing. If you're over in Tomorrowland, Galactic Grill is open late and they are one of the places that has a special late night menu. So after 7 p.m., then they have a specialty burger, they have a spicy chicken sandwich or chopped salad, and they have french fries. So that's a good option if you're looking late over in Tomorrowland. Over in Fantasyland, Red Rose Tavern is open and they are offering a late night menu. And this is the one I'm most excited about. So after 7 p.m. you can enjoy classic poutine, which is slow cooked beef, gravy, cheese curds, and spiced pickled red onions on waffle fries. They also have firelight fries, which is tangy spiced chicken and pepperoncini ranch sauce on ranch season waffle fries. So I'm excited to try that. That's on my list of things to do when I'm there in August is check out that late night menu because that poutine sounds really yummy to me. If you're over in Galaxy's Edge, Ronto Roasters is the only place open late. They have mobile ordering. Oh, Red Rose Tavern has mobile ordering too. I'm not sure if I said that. But back to Ronto Roasters. They have mobile ordering and they have the fan favorite Ronto Wrap, which is a roasted pork, which is roasted pork, grilled pork sausage, peppercorn sauce, tangy slaw wrapped in a pita. And it really is very good. I enjoy it. They also have a Ronto Less Garden Wrap, 
which is plant-based sausage, spicy kimchi slaw, sweet pickled cucumber, plant-based guchang spread. I probably said that wrong. Wrapped in a pita. So that's a good option if you're over in Galaxy's Edge. If you're in Adventureland, Bengal Barbecue is open later with mobile ordering. I love Bengal Barbecue. If we need just a quick snack, I like just getting the skewers, but if it's a meal, I love the Bengal rice plate because it's a choice of two, two meat skewers or you can get a vegetable skewer with rice. It's a really yummy jasmine rice and then a citrus miso slaw, which I don't really like coleslaw most of the time, but I really love this citrus miso slaw. Tropical Hideaway is open. They're more of a snacky place. I guess. Well, I guess they have they have bao buns and traditional pork lumpia plus Dole Whips. And I do like it over there later at night because it's calmed down and there's more seating available. Over in Frontierland, Stage Door Cafe is open late and they have chicken tenders, fish and chips, hand dip corn dogs, which I think are the same corn dogs that they serve one street over at the Little Red Wagon. We should do a side-by-side -side comparison. I'm sure they're the same. And they have funnel cake, which is yummy. Uh, Ship to Shore is open in Frontierland, which is this little stand right across from Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. They've got turkey legs, buttered corn, and chimichangas. Some people love the chimichangas, so you might want to check that out. That's good for on-the-go dining. Over at California Adventure in Paradise Garden Park, there's Corn Dog Castle which has just regular corn dogs, but they have a cheddar cheese stick that my kids love. So in place of the hot dog, there's this cheddar cheese stick that then gets all melty when they fry it, and it's pretty good. Uh, Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta is open. They've got spaghetti, cheese ravioli, and pizza by the slice. Over at Pixar Pier, there's Poultry Palace, which I've never eaten at. It's just this little stand, and they've got chicken drumstick box which comes with three seasoned legs and slaw they've got jumbo smoked turkey leg or a chimichanga over at pacific wharf they've got pacific wharf cafe open late where they serve soup in bread bowls or mac and cheese they also have an asian chicken salad that's yummy cars land doesn't have a ton of options all they've got for food is cozy cone motel 3 which serves the chili cone queso it's actually very good they have mobile ordering there and you can get bacon mac and cheese served in a bread cone they also have the chili cone queso which is beef chili cheddar cheese and corn chips served in a bread cone i really like both of those over on avengers campus there's shawarma palace and shawarma palace 2 you know how I feel about shawarma, but if it's your thing, then they're open late. Little stand, but mobile ordering is available. They have chicken shawarma wrap with coconut yogurt tahini sauce. They also have a plant-based option. Pim Test Kitchen is open late, and I like this location. There's lots of different things to choose from. They have the not-so-little chicken sandwich, which is very popular. I really like the quantum pretzel. It's huge. It's a Bavarian style with sharp cheddar cheese beer sauce, and it's really yummy. Over in Hollywood Land, there's Award Wieners Open Late, where they have hot dogs and chili dogs. They even have some really yummy carne asada fries, which are film strip fries topped with marinated carne asada, cheddar cheese, cilantro, and onions. Those are so yummy. 
And that's about it for late night dining over at Disneyland. I know there are quite a few places over in California Adventure that are open later. So you can check that out as well. But hopefully that gives you a few ideas of where you can find breakfast and late night dining over at Disneyland. No matter where you decide to eat, if mobile ordering is an option, please take advantage of it. It saves so much time to just order what you want on the app and then swing in and pick it up. I love mobile ordering. It's pretty amazing. So take advantage of that while you're in the parks. If you're interested in doing character dining or any table service options, it's really important that you make reservations in advance because there's a good chance if you don't, you will not be able to eat there. So reservations open up 60 days in advance on the Disneyland app or website, so make sure you make those reservations. I hope you're doing something fun for the rest of your week. Winding down with summer, maybe. Maybe your kids are back to school. We don't start for a few more weeks, so we have a little non-Disney vacation coming up and we've been sort of school shopping. We don't do a lot of back to school clothes shopping because it's so hot where we are and they're just going to wear their summer clothes anyway for a while. And I've made the mistake of buying a bunch of fall and winter clothes back to school time and then they've grown out of them before they even had a chance to wear them. So we don't really buy a bunch of clothing to go back to school. The kids all pick out an outfit or two for the beginning of the year and then we just kind of buy things as needed. So a few of them need a new pair of shoes but we don't have a ton to do to get ready for back to school which I guess is nice. So we're just kind of having a lay low kind of week and nothing too crazy or exciting going on. I think I'm more excited for back to school than the kids are, but that's how it always goes. <laughs> Maybe not. They'll get there. They still have three weeks to get excited, right? <laughs> They'll get there. They'll come around. Well, don't forget to enter my giveaway by leaving a review and a comment on my podcast. I would really appreciate it. You can find me at mixinsomemagic.com. I have tons and tons of information about visiting Disneyland and Disney World, discount Disney tickets, tons of hotel reviews. I'm adding more all the time. So you can check that out. Use the search bar or send me an email at mixinsomemagic at gmail.com. If you have any questions or can't find what you're looking for, I can help you out. You can also find me on Instagram at mixinsomemagic. And I have a newsletter that I would love it if you joined. I don't send out newsletters very often, just occasionally with really important information that I think will be helpful for you. So I'll put a link in my show notes so you can sign up for my newsletter as well. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I really appreciate you being here. I will be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.